Good job, your man DJ Playboy back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not one, without my dog, my partner, my man. Keith, what it do, brother? Here we go. I'm good, man. I just I just got an LG TV and they got these free channels, and there's a channel that plays Showtime at the Apollo all day. And uh What'd you wait, wait, what'd you get? Oh uh, what? Uh, oh LG TV. You said LG TV television? <laughs> I heard yeah. LGBT and I'm like, what? <laughs> what is he talking about? Showtime at the Apollo? LGBT? What? <laughs> I'm more sensible than that, brother. <laughs> I read the diversity and inclusion magazines. I ain't, I ain't never going to say something like that. How's the, how's the new TV working nah, out for you? The LG television. <laughs> you got to enunciate with that shit. <laughs> like LGBT. Yeah, man. I, I was watching that shit. <laughs> nah, bro. What no uh, what size is the TV? Uh, good, you, uh, I'm glad you caught that. 70 inches. So I went up from a 55 inch to a 70 inch. Fresh off of, uh, an episode of Soul uh, Soul Time at the Apollo. Is that shit called Showtime at the Apollo? At the Apollo, I'm ma- mashing up different black shows. <laughs> <laughs> good times at the Apollo. I was watching that shit, man. I got this new <laughs> LG Smart TV. That shit is the bomb. What um, channel does Showtime at the Apollo come on? It's some kind of you know. Sometimes they get free channels. Some T, but I don't know if you. I don't know if that's a common thing. But this television got like these free channels, but like not like premium content, but like little shit that maybe if you don't have cable or something, or you don't have no, maybe you just have one. You, you could pass time with it. So it'll have like um, you got like uh, the Young Turks television network and some shit about food like showing recipes all day mm. so it's just another channel that's just showtime at the apollo all day it's crazy that's dope I, yeah no because i guess it's you know black party man <laughs> when people don't have their cable set up yet you got you need that like whatever you can get you know what i'm saying i guess you know what i mean if you got to wait for the box yeah. or whatever you got your wi-fi and you just rock with that but uh everything's good man life yeah. is good yeah life is good it's trying to stay healthy man so you know i went vegan yesterday i had a Fell. I don't know if I fell off the wagon because it was kind of on purpose, but I guess it is because I had like a hamburger. I had a goddamn uh, some fries with blue cheese on it and shit. It's been a month though, right? You did the full month already. You did a full month, yeah. Did from August first to September third. Okay, and you gonna keep it going? Yeah, I think so. I think after this weekend, because because. Uh, I got invited to a get together. Uh oh. But a four person get together. <laughs> okay. So okay. <laughs> for Labor Day. For Labor Day. And they, they asked me, oh, should we order? You know, keep this vegan. And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm just gonna it's gonna be my cheat weekend. Cause there's nothing more annoying than trying to make a, a menu for a vegan person. <laughs> if it's, it's Shout out like to it. all the vegan listeners out there. Please don't stop listening. Uh <laughs> rate us five stars. Subscribe, please. But uh <laughs> but it's it's horrible, man. I've been on dates with vegan people, and uh, I'm like, man, I really like her. I might marry her, but she doesn't eat chicken. <laughs> nah, that's good, though, man. At least you're going strong with it. Um, you must be feeling some type of health benefits from it, so that's awesome, bro. Keep it going. Yeah, man. Yeah, after this weekend, I got to get back on it. Nice, nice. Now, I've been um, 
I've been rearing up for back to school, getting back in my teacher mode, I guess. <laughs> Just wait, waiting for uh, to see what the word is. It, they, it's crazy out here, bro. They they shut down. I want to say sixth or seventh grade, all the way to twelfth grade out here because of budget cuts. They're like, we doing it all virtual, no matter what. And I'm like, I mean, I'm glad they're doing it virtual anyway. I don't think kids sitting in a classroom is the safest thing right now. But um, right. I'm like, how you just shut down? Like, it sounded like they was about to do this anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they, <laughs> like they use Corona as an excuse. <laughs> like they, Word. It's like when you when you want to break up with a girl back in your, your young days. You're like, man. And then some excuse pops up. Like, I don't know. Like, you, 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 you got to move back in with your parents. I got to move back in with my parents. We can't do this no more. She's like, what? That ain't no reason. <laughs> like, nigga, you live 10 blocks away now. <laughs> <laughs> Word. You live closer now. <laughs> no, this ain't right. Yeah, 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 it sounds like an excuse up there. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Um, and then I don't know what they're trying to do with the younger grades because they were talking about we might try to do some like in sync type, you know, like like Zoom classes. But I mean, when it's little kids like that, it ain't like a, a high school kid where they could just go a Zoom class on on and be there on time and be responsible. It's pretty much I gotta be there on time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I gotta dedicate myself to being in there. And I don't know how that's gonna work out with the work schedule. So I can't imagine they, they're requiring it to be all like that. It's got to be some type of video. Um, option, but it's 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 different, right? This is uncharted territory. This is uh the wild west in terms of uncharted territory. So let's see what it is. And just <laughs> no, definitely my my fear my fear on some social activism shit is that um the the gap the education gap is going to get bigger. Oh yeah, because so there's like uh, rich families who. I don't know if you've heard of the pod system where like you might have like five students, maybe five of your friends or five other students in in um, the school. Mm-hmm. And then you just hire a teacher, pay them a bunch of money. Y'all, y'all pool together money and the teacher teaches these five kids for the school year or at least for the first semester. No, that sounds genius. That sounds like the, the smart way to go about it. If, if you have the resources. Um, exactly. Exactly. If you have the resources. And on the other end of the spectrum, you have parents who can't who don't have a Chromebook. You know what I'm saying? Who don't have a laptop yep. for their kid to use. Or if they do have one, and maybe they might be working from home on it. You know what I'm saying? So um, right. you're 100% right on that, man. That 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 gap is... It, it, and if if unmentioned, if unspoke about, it'll just grow, right? It'll go unnoticed. Nobody will, won't do anything about it. Because it was already one that, that existed that nobody was doing much about. And um, right. it kind of brings me to my first story where... Uh, a few franchisees of McDonald's, black franchisees owners, are actually suing, saying that McDonald's practices were unfair um, towards African American franchise owners. Um, right. Now this is so the headline reads: More than fifty former black franchisees allege racial discriminatory practices against McDonald's in new federal lawsuit. Um, in a suit filed Tuesday, fifty-two former McDonald's franchisees. Uh, who collectively operated more than 200 stores between 1988 and 2018, charged that the company stared them to operate restaurants in economically depressed communities and dangerous locations. Um, these locations also had high rent and operating costs and were likely to generate lower sales than comparable ones. Um, that's crazy, right? Like, that's <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we speak about that all the time, right? Like, how there's a, the, 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 the economic gap. Um, you just spoke on the education gap, but like, so you would think as a franchisee owner, right? You you you've you might have crossed some glass ceiling, right? <laughs> you might have you might have made it through some wall that what they were holding you from, and now it's like, nah, <laughs> you still got to deal with the shits when you get here too, bro. Yeah, that's crazy how 
how racism could just follow you. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. if you're trying to, if you're on the come up and you're looking at that and be like, man, when I get successful, things are going to be a little bit easier. It might be, but you still got to deal with the shits, just like you said. Yeah, man. Um, so real quick, just to put some stats on it because I was reading on it earlier. They say in the file, and the plaintiffs uh, say the average annual sales of a black franchise uh, a McDonald's store uh, would be about $2 million, which would be 700000 less than the fast food chain national average per store. So usually they average about two point seven million, and uh, that was between two thousand eleven and two thousand sixteen. In two thousand nineteen, uh, the average went up to two point nine million, while the black franchisee stores were still at that two million mark. Um, the cash flow gap for black franchises more than tripled from uh, two thousand ten to two thousand nineteen, according to the data from the National Black McDonald's um, Operators Association citing the suit. Over that time, McDonald's reduced the number of black franchises in the U.S. from three hundred and seventy-seven in nineteen ninety-eight to 186 today. And at the same time, the company has grown globally from 15,000 stores uh, to 36,000 in that time. So, <laughs> that's like, that's nuts, bro. Yeah. It's sad, man. That's that's sad news. It really is, man. It's, it's Like you said, you uh, it follows you everywhere, though. And it's good to be, I guess it's good to be aware of it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't pretend like this thing don't exist. Don't pretend like that money is stopping you from getting somewhere, right? Don't don't right. don't think that y- you get a certain job or you get a certain status and like now you're protected because um, that's not true, right? As an EMT worker, who would think Breonna Taylor would be murdered in her house, right? Just and then the, right. the two don't really correlate, right? It's not like being an EMT worker protects you from anything, right? Like people still can break in your house, people can still hurt you, uh, rape you, kill you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, but it's like, you're the person that helps people when they're hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, um, do you remember, I don't know if you remember, I think it was a ambulance driver in New York City, um, like a, like a crazy dude stole the ambulance and ran her over. And it's like, hey, bro, like, these are the people that come and help us when we hurt. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, so it, it, nothing really protects you, man. And, and, and there's no status that's going to protect you from that. Um, with the Brianna Taylor story, uh, they they had new news that two of the cops photographed that night um, actually may have been wearing body cams. Um, ah, but they didn't release the footage. Exactly, and actually denied that there's any footage at all. Um, but in uh, photographs, you can see that one cop has not only has the body camera on, but another cop has the um, the holder, the thing that they place it on. On his on his uniform, uh, pictures taken that night. Um, this contradicts statements by the Louisville uh, Metro Police Department that the officers involved who work narcotics do not wear body cams. The department also said there's no body cam footage of the raid. Um, it's unclear if the cameras were turned on um, during the raid, but it's crazy, bro. It's like it seems like they're covering shit up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like not only are you not moving on it, but now you're going out of your way uh, to cover it up. The day of the shooting. Uh, the first thing mentioned was we want to start by telling you that we have no body-worn video cameras to share with you from this morning shooting. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like this, that one. They started with it, right? It's like the, the incident was related to the execution of a search warrant by members of our criminal interdiction uh, division and none of the officers assigned to this division do not wear body-worn video systems. The division includes narcotics, which police have also said do not wear body cameras, which is... You the people doing doing search warrant, right? <laughs> You're kicking indoors on search warrants. And you are where wouldn't that be the time when you need it the most? Like that and I would figure that in traffic stops, right? Yeah. 
Definitely. Of, of all situations, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would, I mean, I would want you to turn it on if it's something as simple as, well. I mean, not simple, but something as, I guess, routine as a, dom- a, a domestic debu- dispute. I'd still want you to turn it on. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just have it there to have it there. And, and the fact that that many shots were let off that night, it, it seems um, convenient. Uh, one of the officers' name was Tony yeah. J. Uh, Tony James. My fault. My fault. Okay, I'm gonna cut you off. Nah, 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 that was it. I just said yeah. <laughs> um, Tony James. He's one of the seven officers that were present and photographs uh, showed that he was wearing a body camera over his right shoulder, and at least one other officer, Mike Cosgrove, is wearing a body cam mount on his vest, though there's no body cam attached. And that's it's like. I guess it's such a slap in the face, right? That so much attention has been put on this Brianna Taylor situation that you know nothing is nothing has happened. Nobody's moved. They've been reassigned at the most, right? And it's like as as more is opening up as we're because I think um the the charges against her boyfriend were temporarily dropped, which I don't. How do you temporarily drop charges? Like I don't even understand how that's a like that's a thing. You know what I'm saying? But from what I understand, now he's suing them. Um, and this is how those pictures were discovered because they're part of his discovery in the in the lawsuit. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like, but we had to, if he didn't, so if he didn't take his rights to that point, we would have never seen this. It would have never got that. You know what I'm saying? They would have never, they wouldn't have exposed that that information on their own. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, man, it, it, it's um, it's crazy, man. It's unfortunate, man. I said this before that sometimes it feels like your own life, your own life doesn't matter as as, as uh much as the rest of folks. And this is one of those things that kind of validates that kind of, that that wave of thinking. When this this lady mm-hmm. in uniform, she wasn't in uniform at the time, but um, you know she she serves the community in uniform, gets shot up un, unjustifiably, and it's like it's like nothing. The only reason this stuff is being discovered is because of a, a civil lawsuit. It's it's uh, it's heartbreaking, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's still going on, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just had the uh, video footage from this week and the pictures of the uh, they they put a spit mask over a dude in Rochester and he ended up dying. I don't know if you've seen that story, Keith. Yeah, I did see that story. That shit is that shit is crazy. I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about the story, but the he was just called because he was having. Um, I think he was having like a psychotic episode and his brother called saying, yo, can you help him out? Like he needs help, you know? And yeah. How did he end up killing him? Mm-hmm. How did it happen? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the details. Uh, From what I'm reading, he was running through the street after leaving his brother's home before Rochester police officers detained him. A truck driver also called 911 before officers arrived. Um, to say a man wearing no clothes was trying to break into a car and saying that he had the coronavirus. Um, the video, first reported by the Democrat and Chronicle of Rochester, shows Mr. Prude, who had taken off his clothes with his hands behind his back. He is standing on the pavement shouting before officers put a so-called spit hood on his head, apparently in an effort to prevent him from spitting on them. Um, I guess that was common practice because of how much coronavirus was prevalent in the community at that time. Um after the hood is, which I, I don't know that to be common practice at all. I, I've never seen that um, done. But after the, the hood is placed on Mr. Prude's head, he becomes more agitated. At one point, he shouts, give me that gun. Give me that gun. And three officers push him to the ground. 
Um, the video shows one officer placing his hands on Mr. Prude's head and holding him against the pavement, while another places the knee on his back, even as the hood remains on his head. So it's it's apparently I guess their their excuses they were trying to stop him from spitting on them, which it sounds like a bag over someone's head. Is that like you know what I mean? Like it's nuts, bro. And like you said, we're just getting more details on that, but it, it's it's crazy. Rough stories, man. Yeah, it is. But um, shit. <laughs> I don't even know how to lighten things up from there, right? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's uh, dark dark times, man, dark times. But you got to get messy with it, right? Sometimes you need to the messy news to help you from getting depressed, from having, you know, mental issues. Um, And so we, we turn to the NBA bubble. You been watching the playoffs, Keith? Yeah, hell yeah. Been getting less sleep because of it. <laughs> um. It's it's been alright. It's been entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, shit. Miami Heat's doing a little better than I thought they would. Um, and they're playing against the Milwaukee Bucks. And um, I guess that caused Richard Jefferson, you know, who works for ESPN now, to uh, decide that he wanted to say, Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know, reigning MVP, about to be two-time MVP. He's not quite Michael Jordan. He just might be Pippen. <laughs> he needs a Jordan, which which. It's a, it's a weird statement, right? Because it's like there's only really one Jordan, right? Like how many how many one man quote unquote one man teams are there, right? Right. But it's also like I guess you're meant to take that as an insult, right? Like you can't handle it. You got to be the number two, and I mean being the person that's the quintessential number two, the person that's always the uh, the metaphor for number two, Scottie Pippen. He wasn't with the shits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He wasn't feeling that comment, and um, you know I'll paraphrase here, but basically, um, he's not me. You know, I wasn't uh about to be. I wasn't a two time MVP, which he's about to be. Um, but how much of a play? What, what kind of player were you, <laughs> Richard Jefferson? And it was like shots fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, 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 bruh, who are you to call me out? Like, what's your what's your place in history? But I also feel like like. I mean, it's the internet now, right? Keep what's 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 the rules now? Are you not allowed to mention anybody's name? Is it like just keep everyone's name out your mouth, or is it like was that even an insult to Scottie Pippen? Nah, it wasn't an insult, and, and I think, um, but one, I think former players who are now journalists are put in an interesting position because now they got to talk about other players, and the easiest thing to do, especially if the player you're talking about is better than you or was better than you, is for them to be like. Yeah, but look at your game. So, uh, Richard, it happened to Richard Jefferson, right? He was good, but he wasn't mm-hmm. better. Uh, no, Scotty Pippen. So Pe- Pippen's like, who? Who were you when you were playing? Like, who? You know, and who are you? How good were you to deserve to even be saying my name in this in this context, or even Giannis's name? But a, a, a even better example is Kendrick Perkins. Everybody was better than Kendrick Perkins. Every single person he talks about was, is is or was better than him in basketball. And um, he 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 likes he likes putting people's names in his mouth. It's an insult to really say your opinion. Is it really calling somebody out? You know what I'm saying? Like it, that is your job, though, right? You're hired to be a sportscaster to talk about players. Yeah, I, I think some people just take it as an insult, and but now they have the means to respond to shit like That's that. That's true. Otherwise, Pippen wouldn't. 
I mean, Pippen's on TV from time to time. So if not for social media, he would have to wait until the next time he's on television to respond to that. Like, oh, the other day Richard Jefferson said this. And by then, no one's going to care. And Pippen will probably won't even care. Yeah. Care. Mm-hmm. So let's say Richard Jefferson said it today. Then in four days, that's when Pippen's next going to be on television. People can be like, man, shut up, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> but he's able to respond in real time now. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Look at Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant made a whole Twitter account just to respond to haters. It's, it, it, I've, I've never gotten that type of attention on social media, so I can't imagine what it's like to just have people coming at all sides. Like, you just wake up in the morning and somebody's like, yo, your your mom's is ugly. Uh, da, 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 your kid is funny look. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but I would just, it just seems so fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't just feel like trolls and shit like that but then i guess in a situation where it's richard jefferson who they probably been on the same show together right they've probably been in the same studio together it kind of hurts even more because it's like you you <laughs> like like nah i said at the beginning of either <laughs> like you know right. what i'm saying like you don't really it's like you want the smoke right now bro and it's like like you said, if, if it's a situation where you're like well how much money are you worth or what, what was your how many rings you got somebody's gonna play that card you know what I mean? It, right. You see, and, and Sha- Shaq's gotten into it. Shaq, uh, Charles, they've all gotten into it with, with, with actual, like, top players of the moment. I think it's just a thing nowadays where nobody wants nobody talking about them. Damian Lillard got at Skip Bayless the other day. It's like, this is their job. <laughs> and I'm not saying that people should just say anything crazy about you, but I think it's different when... I think of Kevin Durant's thing, right? It's different him getting at people on social media. I don't, I don't justify it, but at least these people, this ain't their job. They don't got to go out their way and talk about Kevin Durant. It's like, if Skip Bayless don't talk about Damian Lillard, what the fuck is he going to talk about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what he, he can't talk about politics. He can't talk coronavirus. Like, he has nothing else to do than to make Dame Lillard the biggest story of the moment. You know what I mean? That's That gets him ratings. And I guess, you know what I'm saying, players ain't with the shits no more. Yeah, I mean... But it is what it is, right? If you're going to be a commentator and say stuff about people for a living, when you get when you get returning fire, I think the be- the best of the best say, you know what, I I have the right to say stuff, and so do they. So they can't, for the most part, they don't take it personally unless they start talking about people's families and stuff. So um, I, I suspect Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson seems to be uh, acclimating to the whole media career pretty well so i could see him just saying all right pip that was a good one and just not responding to it just letting that letting it you know remain at a draw well not a draw because pippen kind of smacked him but <laughs> flamed him yeah but you know he, he he's like all right you got me good that's all right but he he did his job in making that comment about who Giannis is um another messy news uh dj who kid asked 50 cent you know 50 got the new uh power reboot coming back up you know what i mean so he was doing um promo media and who could ask him you know if he'd be interested in doing some type of g-unit biopic and uh 50s answer was i don't care to do that i like to forget the g-unit <laughs> um went on to say kendrick doesn't even let those boys come on stage with him i could have done that what the fuck am i doing what the fuck am i bringing 30 niggas on stage for i could have did it like kendrick um and that was, I guess, a weird comment, right? Because G Unit is like one of the biggest crews of our, I guess, uh, yeah, well, we were in our twenties, right? When G Unit was at their heyday, uh, early twenties, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So for the, to see that, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of like a head scratcher. So it's, it's not because it's 50 Cent and he seems like he's very likely to get at people. <laughs> but it's just like, where'd that come from? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought um, whatever problems he had with individuals like was patched up. Then you have a problem, well... Young Buck, uh, they didn't no, have a patch no, that I don't up. Think so. I don't think they ever will. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the rest of it, man, like the the real G unit was like Tony Lloyd Ayo Banks and, and uh, yeah. Lloyd Banks. Mm. Like that, you know, Young Buck, yes, he was very iconic in that, but like he knew Banks and, and Yayo from Queens, right? Yeah, from what I get, yeah. He was definitely, uh, Yayo, definitely yeah. uh, real cool with Yayo. And then I think he met Banks out there in Queens, um, was running with them in, in his heyday, yeah. Um, and it's also like I, I heard in this book too. He, uh, I haven't gotten to this part in the book, but I, I'm reading it right now. And uh, I heard that at a certain point, he's like Lloyd Banks just wasn't hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like he was hungrier for Lloyd Banks than Lloyd Banks was for Lloyd Banks. Like you know what I'm saying? He, he, he and you can't give someone that drive. You can't give someone that ambition. But it, it just kind of feels like, like damn, bro, you just you writing your memoirs <laughs> and while niggas are still alive and shit, like you just <laughs> killing them right now. Is I, I I don't know of all things like even if you hate them, it's still something to profit off of. You you did it, you know what I'm saying? Like you built it. Right. It was it was it, G Unit culturally was huge, bro. <laughs> like as as a just a just people walking around with that on their shirts. The fact that Reebok put it on their sneakers, like. People in other countries probably couldn't even like speak the language. Had G Unit on it, it meant something to, to some people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so it just. I, I guess maybe you might be right though. Maybe his things aren't patched up, and it's a sore spot for him that he just doesn't want to revisit. And it takes things extra personal. Like, yeah, Trump. it does seem like he's. <laughs> in fact, he is Trump. <laughs> that's that's who Fifty is. Like, when you look at how he moves in media. Dude is Donald Trump, went bankrupt and everything. He is there, and and he goes to yeah, he goes to social media to to flame his enemies. He uses his power, you know. So he's not afraid to threaten people publicly, not afraid to make enemies. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's his, that's his, that's his uh weapon of choice. You know what I'm saying? Like Ja Rule is still facing some of the uh, backlash from the Fifty Cent beef years ago. And I haven't heard Fifty Cent mention Ja Rule in years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. And I feel like Ja Rule is still facing some of that. So it's like, you're, you're right. He is the Donald Trump of rap. <laughs> and Ja Rule is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> ja Rule is supposed to win, but it just, something happened. This dude, dude 50 just, <laughs> my man, he just, he dissed Ja Rule singing and went ahead and made a second album just singing. <laughs> like Tupac said, you copy my style. <laughs> Five shots mm-hmm. couldn't drop me though. Like he he copied the style. He, he took it and made it better. If, if not for yeah. if, if not for anything else, That's his name out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roll fifty on top. Nah, but um, hopefully they they squash the beef, man. And because I'd like to see that, man. Um, in other hip hop news, man. Uh, I don't even know if it's hip hop news. It's just I guess rich people news. Akon is trying to build a city in Africa. <laughs> like it's it's he he trying to build his own Wakanda, bro. I was reading about this man and uh Akon's serious. He's trying to build a six billion dollar city in Senegal. Um he was able to raise six billion dollars, which is amazing enough, uh, through unnamed investors, um, and was gift gifted two thousand acres of land by uh Senegalese president Macky Sall um to build a, an ambitious city. He wants to use cryptocurrency um called Acoin. 
<laughs> and uh he wants to he wants a solar powered city to have lux, uh, have healthcare facilities, offices, luxury houses, shopping malls, skyscrapers, and an eco friendly tourist center. Um, and says it'll be a five minute drive from the the country's new airport. And he's got big plans for this, bro. He's he's all out. I'm just I'm it's a head scratch. I'm like, well, first of all, Acon's that rich. <laughs> I'm just like, well, it's, it's very possible. I heard wasn't he doing mining or something like that? Like he owns mines or he... I, just, I I I wouldn't put that past him. I've known him to own a few businesses. Um, definitely to be. Yeah, I could, I could see. Oh, he's very influential in in um, Africa, ain't he? Oh, huge. I, mean, I don't know much about Akon to tell you the truth, but um, no, from what but, I get, yeah, he's he's he, he, yeah, just pe- just bits and pieces here about like projects he's been in. So like, business wise, he hasn't stopped since the peak of his his music career ended. So I could see him using his influence to pull together funding. Maybe he himself doesn't have access to six billion dollars, but he. Having influence or, or, or being having knowledge of a market that that takes you a long way. So let's say Akon only has, and I say only, but let's say he only has fifteen million dollars to get to that six billion. His presentation will be something like, "Yo, I got the market. I own a mine. If if that's true, but I own a mine. This is these are the this is the potential in it. Um, the airport is here, five minutes away. Build a major road to, to go there, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. It could be like a business hub." To raise that much money, people is, people do do conferences and stuff like that, like uh, national meetings or whatever. When exactly do shit like that, exactly. Like that could be that could be something that that they that the the country itself just uses as a tourism point. You know what I'm saying? And I can see why they'd be behind it. But to raise that much money as just a like an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like to, that's what I really know him mm-hmm. as. As like that's huge, bro. He could be <laughs> he could be raising money for all types of charities around the world right now. Six billion dollars. Yeah. Ain't nothing, nothing to sneeze at, bro. <laughs> Yeah, so, that, that's dope, man. Yeah, shout out to Akon, man. He's still moving out there, still making that money work for him. Um, Keith, before we get out of here, bro, did you hear what happened to The Rock? <laughs> man, my man uh, tested positive for COVID-19, bro, him and his family. Beating niggas up like I'm The Rock. Damn, yes, sir. Damn, Rock got... I mean, not to, you know, coronavirus don't give a fuck how big you are, what your abs look like, but sometimes it's just... When when you hear about somebody who's physically strong or physically yeah. healthy, <laughs> yeah. and they get coronavirus and they're famous and rich and all this different type of stuff, it just keeps reminding you how these things can't protect you from that shit. Look at Herman Cain. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who Herman Cain is. He's a former Republican nominee for president. He's a Trump supporter. He went to the Tulsa rally. Um, he he and at his death he had coronavirus or he died from complications due to corona something like that mm-hmm. and he was fairly rich he had a lot of influence you know he has he has the the the, the direct line on the president but dude died of coronavirus it's crazy yeah it's, it's um i i, I want to say carrero was his name the broadway star i believe was his last name mm-hmm. like and he, he was around not too far from our age and when i heard that he passed like away 40 right yeah, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, like that's too, that's too close for. It's like, it's like when you have like someone having a heart attack, and you're like, whoa, I'm not too far from that age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, damn. Yeah. But it's um, it's it's the rock. You're like, whoa, <laughs> I got no hope now. <laughs> like, <it's> too- <laughs> the, rock <laughs> the rock couldn't avoid it. I got no hope. This nigga beating earthquakes, fucking <laughs> Jumanji games, everything, bro. Nigga done took down the Fast yeah, and man. Furious franchise. Like, you know, you can't beat, <laughs> beat up a, a giant gorilla. It was crazy. <laughs> a giant white gorilla. Bananas. But 
You know, with talking about Corona and how anybody could get it, y'all be seeing Joe Biden walking around. Now he's doing campaigning and actually actually getting being in person around people. Uh-huh. I'd be scared to death, bro. You know that feeling people had when uh, for Barack Obama's first inauguration when he got out the car, him and Michelle walked down the avenue. Mm-hmm. People like, all right, you got about ten more steps. Don't get shot. Don't get shot. Don't get shot. When he got back in that car and he just rolled off to the White House and went to be went and, uh, to start his job as a president. People like, God damn it, he did not get shot. Thank God. <laughs> that was the only thing that they worried about. They didn't worry about Barack Obama getting us into war. They didn't worry about him putting us into another um, recession. They said, just don't get shot, please. On national TV. And for Joe Biden, <laughs> for me, I'm like, nigga, just survive until your inauguration. Because once that day comes, it's official. Nobody can't say nothing. Hurry up. Word up. Now it's, it's it's dangerous out there. I was telling you off offline that like I, I was driving home last night and I seen what looked like a a party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, damn, bro. Like no mask, no nothing. Everybody, there's this thing with coronavirus where people feel like if they they go around people they know, they cool. <laughs> like nah, I know that. Right. Like we we've hung out before. <laughs> hung out in 2018. They can't have a Rona. Like, I, it, but you, you fool yourself into believing. I've made mistakes like that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like you, you, it, it's you're like, damn, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty disciplined <laughs> with things. So it's like if I'm slipping on this, ain't no hope for the undisciplined out there. Yeah, and not to make it weird, but the psychology of it is kind of like um, with all all the HIV, well, just STIs, sexually transmitted infections, STDs, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the, the psychology of man, she look good, man. She can't, she can't have a bug. You know, she, she got to be clean. She smell nice. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. Exactly. No, it, it's um. I was telling my girl like the college campuses got it the worst because how are you gonna con- them kids couldn't stay away each other. STDs didn't keep us away from each other. <laughs> like people were still sleeping with each other unprotected, all types of stuff. Like so, this corona that they feel like ain't even hurting them. They just was like, yo, I was at a party last night. Ain't nobody had. Corona, <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, and, I'm at, and just just think about this: what what beer pong is like in a Rona party? Ooh, and you, mm-hmm. if you got the beer pong table, it's just there. Maybe you didn't go in planning to play, but once they whip that bitch out, you're like, mm, I got next, y'all. <laughs> Drinking out them same cups. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like not, corona golf balls just flying everywhere. Somebody like, no, 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 switch the cups up, switch the cups up, man. Corona, you like, you right. You right. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking over here. He thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Nah, man. Um, it's another episode in the books, Keith. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit, man. Where can people find you at on social media nowadays, man? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Dope, dope, dope. You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Um, also, you can listen to Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram. Um, follow us on Instagram, I should say, um, at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, check us out. Everything we got going on there. You know what I'm saying? 100 episodes deep. You know what I mean? Now we do more, 100 plus, actually. Um, what else we got going on? We got a podcast. We got a podcast, Keith. We also got a website, man. PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast right there. Uh, every episode of my radio show, The Night Shift, and Money Talks Radio. Um, you can also check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and wherever your podcast is sold. Please leave a review. Please leave a rating. It helps so much for us, yo. If you like what you hear, tell a friend to tell a friend. And we just got to keep things moving, man. Um, 
I got a DJ Playboy song of the week I want you to check out It's called 24 by Money Man Featuring Lil Baby um, That's my pick of the week Go check that out It's it's, it's it's a banger I've been a fan of Money Man Since he had that Money Man Perry song And uh, he's, he's, he's continuing to just Put out bangers So you can hear that And much much more On my radio show Like I said Money Talks Radio And uh, the, the Night Shift uh, So check that out Please 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 And uh, Keith What are you watching On uh, television nowadays bro Lovecraft Country on HBO, Ooh, how is that? I mean, the like horror anthology. It's, 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 mm-hmm. I like it. It's just um paranormal type shit, uh, supernatural type shit. Little Jordan Peele action, right? On that, he's producing or something. Yeah, which is you know, man, this dude Jordan Peele. I don't know if he like he that was in his master plan, like before he got into Get Out. But what he's the icon he's become, and probably right now the only icon. Stephen King still alive? But even so, Stephen King ain't no icon right now. Jordan Peele is the man. Yeah, you see like a horror, horror film. Yeah, with his, you're like, ooh. And you know it might have a black twist. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have a black twist. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Which is cool. So it's, um, no, nah, and it, it's, it's amazing that he, he transitioned from comedy like that. Yeah. And then still doing comedy. Uh, you got the um, executive producers, the joint with Tracy Morgan, uh, the last OG, by okay. the way, since I don't know, I don't know if Tiffany Haddish officially left the show, but don't like it as much without her. Oh, but, she's not, yeah, is she not so, on season three or a season? Cause season, I think a season two was the last one I've seen. She was on it. And then what? season she's on it, but it's the, the way the plot is like they, they, they restructured it so that she doesn't have to be there all the time. Like that they had an episode where the family, moves to New Jersey and you mm-hmm. know they live in Brooklyn and yeah. New Jersey's like a whole you know when you, if you're in Brooklyn and you don't own a car which the character that's the the, the situation Jersey's like a whole different world yeah. so um yeah so that's that's the the new plot line like that they live there so my assumption is that maybe Tiffany Haddish can't commit to all you know whatever 12 episodes for a season and but she but they in the plot, there's the option for her to drop in every now and then. Gotcha, gotcha. Damn, man. She was a big part That's of the assumption. show. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I was a big fan yeah. of the first two seasons of the show, yeah. I uh, I haven't had a chance yeah. to check out the third, but yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, Lovecraft Country is um, dope. Um, Journey Smollett gonna bring the Smollett name back to prominence. <laughs> she, so that's she, started, that. she started it. She gotta finish it, man. <laughs> She, <laughs> she started it. Got, got, got a little bumpy. Now she got to really come back in the fourth quarter and just show show people what the deal is. Uh, there's the the dude, the star. I don't know his name, um, but he was in the last black man from San Francisco. I'm getting I'm butchering that name, but it's something like that. If you Google it, oh, the Google, uh, the correct. main character dude is he? Uh, I think he was in White Boy Rick. Too. I don't know if you seen White Boy Rick, but um, I think oh, he, word? Yeah. No, I didn't see what I didn't see White Boy Rick, but yeah. he was also in um, the Five Bloods, the joint with. The Spike Lee joint from on Netflix with Chadwick Boseman, um, the, 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 the dude from Lester from The Wire. Mm-hmm. No, okay. This uh, man, old black excellence, and Chadwick Boseman. Okay, and uh, this dude whose name I don't know. Um, but yeah, so he he was in that joint too. But yeah, it, it's solid, man. It's it's nice to see if like you're a sci-fi nerd, which I am not. I think you could appreciate this, okay. but even if you're not, right? It's nice to see black people just just excelling in this in this genre. Like it's just a weird show, and that's it. It's just strange, it's just paranormal. Yeah, no, it's I, dope I, to watch. I got to check it out because I, I set up that HBO Max, and I've been I've been slacking on it too. I was um I was using my Disney uh, subscription, and my daughter loves using that. Um, 
what was I? Hamilton. Hamilton was the last thing I was checking out. That was that was actually pretty good. Um, I didn't even finish it too, and I got I got like another what maybe like forty minutes left of it. But so far, so good with Hamilton. Um, but yeah, like you said, I got to get the HBO Max subscription popping, man. And uh, yo, it's another one, man. Yo, it's a blessing to do the show with you, Keith. I know you saying you quarantining and you doing it, so everybody out there do like my man Keith do. Wear your mask, keep it quarantined, stay healthy, keep your immune system up there, and please let's stop the spread of this coronavirus because I want to get back to normalcy, man. Everybody out there, get better every day. I, my prayers are with y'all, and uh, Keith, say goodbye to the people, man. Peace. Peace. Hey, 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 hey.